We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. It's Thursday, which means week 16 of the NFL kicking off tonight, Pearl-Off. It's going to be... Well, kind of gross out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be gross. And it's going to be two of the top two quarterbacks, obviously, from the 2021 draft, which is interesting. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence on a much better trajectory right now than Zach Wilson. But both teams are vying for a playoff spot. I think this is interesting tonight. You don't. No, I mean, I think it's going to be ugly. I, I, I don't think. I'd say the Jags are in the top half of the league Q rating. I'd say the Jets are in the bottom 10. I'll bet you if you put a national game, like say you put the, I don't know. The Jets, Colts. Yeah, well. That's a 0-0. Well, the Colts right now, it's like <laughs> the only thing interesting about the Colts is seeing like how much of a lead can they possibly blow. Yeah, like, where do you, I, I don't know. I'd be shocked if there's any national interest in the Jets. I would not think this is going to be one of the highest rated games for, for Amazon. Well, you might have an interest if you are a Patriots fan, if you're a Dolphins fan, if you're a Chargers fan, if you're another AFC wildcard team who's trying to get in. Now you're talking about mythical creatures. You said Chargers fans. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they, There's more Chargers fans than Rams fans. No, that's not true. There's way more Rams. There's no Chargers fans. But there's no Rams fans. There are some Rams fans from at least when they were originally there. The All the Chargers fans in San Diego, what I've been told is they, yeah. they grew to hate the team. And me. They were so mad at the organization. They left the team. And there's no, there's just zero fans in L.A. So they have nothing. They're working. Well, I thought the Rams fans also disappointed the St. Louis fans so much when they left that all those people turned against them too. Right, but at least they had the original Rams fans. Yeah, like the Eric Dickerson years, but like I I just think (laughs) that was a long time ago. I think that Rams also have some institutional fandom. I I just don't. There's definitely they they have to do a silent count when the 49ers are in town for a regular season game. Do you know any Chargers fans? I do. Get out I of swear to you, I do. You can look no. up. Are they from yes. San Diego or LA? His name's Eric Stengel, and he's the former showrunner of David Letterman. Sorry to flex. You asked. I wasn't trying to name drop there. How did he become a Chargers fan? He just is. Okay. Big because, Dan Fouts guy. He's a guy. People in San Diego can't stand that team, which is it's kind <laughs> of funny. They, they actively root against the Chargers or whatever. There's no You don't way think that, there's people who are interested in whether Justin Herbert is going to make the playoffs? I think the Chargers are have some national buzz, but I don't think they have any fans. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I guess both serious. teams got to go with a silent count. But at also, times. too, yeah, I I can't think of a more boring team than the Jets because they they don't generate any offense. They'll win 20, 20 to seventeen because the defense kicks butt. That's exactly the formula 
that people are not tuning in for. Well, but you don't think people are interested in Sauce Gardner having this <laughs> great year? And uh, yeah. people are, Whether are Zach dying, Wilson's a bust? People are dying to see a cornerback who will, name literally will not come up the entire game. He <laughs> get one tonight pass. they might not. <laughs> ze- I, That's not his fault, though. That's just the mother nature. I think there are zero neutral fans in America tuning in for Sauce Gardner. Why would there be? <laughs> All right. Well, maybe it's people tune in for Patrick Mahomes. People tune in for Tyreek Hill. <laughs> They're going to Justin tune... Herbert. How they about do Trevor not... Lawrence? They're going to tune in for Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. No, the Jags have some buzz. Has the Jags buzz. have some buzz. I really want the Jags mainly to make Trevor the Lawrence. Yeah, I, but no, no, there's nothing. The, the Jets are made a deal with the devil. They're going to win boring if they're going to win, right? I mean, there's no way. Is that a deal with the devil? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're not going to. They're going to win a little bit like the Rex Ryan teams won, where defense is going to win the whole thing. Yeah, this that this team is allergic to finding a quarterback. Like, they just can't do it. No. You might as well just build up the defense and just try to find a game manager. And Zach Wilson couldn't yeah. even be that. Yeah, it's it's not, to, to me, it's not the kind of popular football like the Chiefs are. They're the anti-Chiefs. They're yeah, the, well, yeah, style of play, I get it. But like I think your you Bills. Might, your Bills are a thrilling team. And they're, that's why they're on primetime all the time. Yeah. I, I just, I think that you... I think you underestimate. I think there are Chargers fans out there. I think there's oh, more Chargers fans than Rams fans. I think there are less Chargers fans than any fan base in the country. And I, I may, yeah, I think Rams is probably third or fourth, but the I think Chargers is the least loyal fan base there is. So who do you think second least, second Rams, worst? Probably Rams. Yeah, right. Ironically, uh, I could be totally share wrong. Share a about stadium. That. Well, that didn't take long. Eight five five two and two for CBS. Daryl's in Oregon. Daryl, tell them there are Chargers fans. Absolutely. From I've where? Charger fan. From the San Diego Chargers. I was a fan when Dan Fowler was our quarterback, and I'm a fan now, even though they moved. I didn't like the move, but I'm not giving up on my team. You like Dan Fouts because he's from Oregon? Is that what happened? No, I like Dan Fouts because he was a good quarterback. Okay. Good enough. And it, okay. The the plot. I'm from California originally. Don't tell anybody, but anyway. <laughs> I'm now an Oregonian, and there are L.A. Chargers fans everywhere. Trust me. Listen, Daryl, I'm with you. It's Proloff who's being a hater. There are a lot of Chargers fans, Ashley, but are there any in L.A.? I'm sure. Look at the stadium. Look how full it was and how loud it was. (laughs) Rooting against the Chargers. No, they were not rooting against the Chargers. They were blue and yellow, blue, light blue and yellow all over that stadium that were rooting for the Chargers. Daryl, you got to adjust your TV set. That is just not <laughs> what's happening. No. Yeah, I know that's what happened. I watched the game. I think that Justin Herbert and how good he is, even though he hasn't made the playoffs yet, I think Justin Herbert has a lot of fans. Definitely yes, nationally, in Oregon. Nationally, he has a lot of fans. People love, the media loves Justin Herbert. Okay, well, don't you think in L.A. some people could bandwagon on? It's like... The L.A. doesn't do that. They just... I don't know. I, I, I talked to friends fans, at LA. I just don't think L.A. is supporting their football teams right now. I think there's as many fans for the Chargers as there is for the L.A. Rams. Yeah, but I know, Daryl, that's not saying much. Well, no, <laughs> Darryl, I mean, I think thank the, you for the phone call. Appreciate your impassioned defense for Charger fans. I do think the fact that the Rams were there at one point does make a difference. And the fact that they just won a Super Bowl, too. The Chargers have not made the playoffs. So I, I'd be surprised if there are more Chargers fans than Rams fans. I'm going to I'm gonna ask my Twitter people. I have a big L.A. people on Twitter from the Dan Patrick Show. Sure. I just do not think. Come on. This, You're going to ask them all right now? The Rams are a much more prestigious <laughs> franchise. This, that's just reality. They've been around well, a lot longer. The, char- yeah. the yeah. Chargers haven't won. I, I, I get it. Um, Eaton is in San Diego. 
Eaton, what are you gonna back up Pearl off here that there's no Charger fans? There are no Charger fans. What and, happened? Uh, I mean, I know what happened. They moved the team, even, and everyone jumped off even, the bandwagon. Even when they were here in San Diego and playing at Qualcomm Stadium, you could see just whether it was the Raiders or the Broncos or the Chiefs or really any NFL team, they were selling out Qualcomm Stadium. I mean, it was a sea of orange here when the Broncos would play, a sea of red when the Chiefs, black and black and uh, silver when the Raiders were here. Everybody in San Diego just nobody cares about the the Chargers. They've, it's even gotten to the point where Joe Musgrove, a San Diego born and raised Padre pitcher, first one to throw the throw a no hitter, is a Chargers fan, and there's some people that resent him for that. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's that, ridiculous. That, that's how bad that's how bad it's gotten here. So they Wait, can I ask you a question, Eden? Is it because there's so many better things to do and the weather's nice, so like you have other options? Is that why no one's a fan? Before the move. Before the move. Before the move, I really think you know, there there are better options, but I just think people got the sense that ownership wasn't putting into the team what the fans wanted and didn't really care about us. Like they had every opportunity to to build a new stadium, you know, and right. Dean Spanos just dragged his feet the entire time. And San Diego got, you know, they they noticed that. So we're just like, all right, if you're not going to put anything into us, we're not going to put anything into you. So like, why would we why would we continue to yeah. to care? It was it was a relationship that deteriorated mutually on both sides pretty quickly. And now they're just they're tenants in uh, the Rams yeah. uh, stadium. And Ian, thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Yeah. Also, the reason why I think there's also a lot of um, opposing fans in San Diego is if you are going to take one road trip with your friends, I'm going to San Diego. To L.A. Oh, right. Are you back then? Yeah. That's because awesome. I know the weather's going to be nice. It's a cool trip. But that, maybe that might be true. No, I don't think so. I think it's honestly, it really was. Have you ever been to that old Qualcomm? It was a disaster. It should have been torn down in 1979. I don't even know if it was built in 1979. <laughs> but it was as cookie cutter sure. as you could humanly be. Yeah, he's right. Dean Spano is really unpopular. Yep, the entire that. city just revolted against charges. They, he's right. They actively root against him. So you're moving into L.A., a town that already has a, a rabid Dodger fandom, yeah. has the Lakers, has USC football. There's, they have no chance. And I think the Rams are way ahead of them. Because the Rams, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but the Rams have something there, some history there. The Chargers have nothing. Brad's in San Diego. Hey, Brad. Hey, how are you doing? Doing excellent. So... All right. I was a fan of the Chargers since 1970 when I moved there. And, yes, that stadium was there. <laughs> I burned my jersey three years ago. I hung on till Phil Rivers finished because I loved Rivers. But what Dean Spanos did to San Diego and then now not even funding his parents' charities Oof. for $30 million a year, he is, like, gone. Everybody hates him. Wow. Brad, burn the jersey. Hey, and Brad. Every, whose jersey was burned it that jersey. you burned? I burned my, uh, it was the Rivers jersey. Sorry, let it go. Burned it. Burned hey, it in my neighbor's yard. He was a Bronco fan. Brad, just because you're oh, on, I'm going to ask. Yeah. I was just going to ask yeah. you. I don't know if you have any idea. I'm getting a lot of tweets that the Raiders are more popular than both the Rams and the Chargers in L.A. Does that ring true? Uh, yeah. The, well, you know, the Raiders were there for a while in yeah. L.A., and Raider fans are pretty rabid. We've gone to a couple of Raider games in Vegas, and those guys are just on Pretty it. rabid. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I'll an understatement. I'll tell, you what San, yeah, I'll tell you what San Diego has, though. San Diego is a melting pot, 
one of them were military. So there's a lot of people with history, family, three generation back of a Packer fan that live here in San Diego. Got it. Right, right. I think L.A. deals with that, too. Totally. I think L.A. deals with that because I think it's an industry town. People move there, you know, to work in the industry, work in entertainment. And and Spanos' deal in L.A. is the worst deal. But I think he was betting that the Rams would still be bad, and then the Rams got good. And now he's (laughs) stuck. He's like a redheaded stepchild that's not even wanted. Oh, man, Brad. I mean, so extreme. The burning the jersey in the neighbor's yard who's a Broncos fan. Everything about that. True fan. He was. Yeah, I've heard many stories. I forgot to ask Brad who he picked up as a fan. Like, who is he with now? Because then you're like a free agent as a fan. Yeah, with that weather, just go outside. You don't even need (laughs) need to watch. Yeah, check it on Red Zone. Quickly, let's get to Willie. He's in Arizona. Willie, what's up? All right. I've been a fan of the San Diego Owl. LA Chargers since I was eight year old, eight, eight years old. I'm 51 now, and uh, we have no fan base whatsoever. If if you see if you put 100 people in a room, I'll probably be the only Charger fan there, and that's because I liked the bolt when I was a kid and I saw it in a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be honest. No fan base in San Diego and LA. You move us to minnesota or anywhere we won't have anybody i'm sorry we got with stanton humphreys we got to the super bowl and we got creamed yeah willie appreciate it although you know and i appreciate the call their teams would be dying just to get to the super bowl i mean i get you went there and you lost what was that to the the niners the niners no i don't think i don't think they wanted that super bowl trip (laughs) that was just sometimes the your conference is really weak and you sneak through and then steve young was waiting for them i think they would they would have been fine going out in the conference around that time (laughs) oh man 855-212-4cbs anyway how did we get to that the jets why this is important tonight charger fans are going to be watching that's how we got to it i think jets jags is how about miami dolphin fans would be interested in this yeah, I don't know. For some reason, this just strikes me as, as not an aesthetically pretty game. I think it's going to be ugly. Well, I mean, it's gross out. Also, the Jets, I think, want gross football. They want to make this ugly. They want to they want to make it a fist fight in a phone booth. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the expression? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just think I think the Jets-style play lends to this. Uh, this is not really going to be an entertaining game. It's going to be a dramatic game. It means a ton. It's a good, good game. But I don't think also the weather's going to take away the Zach Wilson versus Trevor Lawrence thing because no one's going to pass tonight. You want to know what's funny? We all lose it over a snow game. People can't wait for the snow yeah. game. Everyone wants to play in Buffalo. How dare I suggest they should have a dome? You want Lambeau and everyone, you can see everybody's breath. Yet the weather and the rain game does nothing for anybody. Why would anyone want to see a rain game? I'm not saying you have to sit in it in a poncho. I'm just saying, like, on TV, people love the snow game, but nobody nobody cares about the rain game. You know what rain game was kind of interesting? Remember the Niners and Bears early in the season? Yeah, that was torrential. That was insane. And Trey Lance got hurt that game. But that was a little interesting. Uh, Because if you could slide, like, Terry Bradshaw on that famous clip, I don't know if you know that, (laughs) where he slides 20 feet in the rain, and you could a quarterback could take off like a slippery slide and gain yardage, then rain games would be back in. <laughs> but they now mark you down from where you start the slide. I know. I, I think if you're somebody who likes a snow game, you you have to keep that same energy for a rain game. Yeah, you're right. There's there are huge differences. But that's like real life. You everyone hates the rain I and know, everybody but, loves the snow. But you and I know the real truth. Because no, we I, live in the Northeast. We all we also hate the snow. No, I love the snow. You do? I live in New York. I haven't driven a car regularly in years. So I like, <laughs> you don't have to drive. Yeah, it's pretty. It's fun. 
Yeah, there's a giant difference. It's 40 and pouring and windy right now, and I do not want to leave the studio. Okay, and for the people who are in San Diego and Arizona who are listening to us and all these amazing, nice, warm places, tell them what it looks like three days after the snowstorm. Oh, it's like black brown (laughs) snow and slushy, and you step in it, and it gets up to your knee with cold wetness. There you Uh, go. Yeah, there you go. 855-212-4CBS. And you wonder why I want to live in a warm weather place. 855-212-4227. Maggie and Perloff. See you. We've got our picks for tonight coming up. Also, the most hilarious thing we saw yesterday. It's too good. We'll bring that to you in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this on CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This season, for the first time, you can hear every West for One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Okay. Back on Maggie and Perloff. We're talking about NFL fandom. Are there any Chargers fans out there is the question. <laughs> yeah. Give us a call, 855-212-4227. We kind of backed into it just because we're talking about how important tonight's game is or, for other uh, AFC teams. And I said, yeah, all the Charger fans are going to be tuned in. And you said there are no what Charger, Charger fans. fans. So, you know what's something interesting about NFL fandom? Why is it that the most popular teams are the Raiders, the Steelers, and number one, the Cowboys, the great teams of the 70s? The New England Patriots dominated the yeah. 2000s and the 2010s, and I don't think they're ever going to get a national fan base like those teams from the 70s and 80s, and I don't totally understand why. All Maybe right. I'm wrong, too. Off, but Yeah, no, I think you're right. Off the top of my head, I think that the dominance of the Patriots, I think, turned people off. I think Belichick turned people off. The cheating allegations, the spy gate, yeah. the deflate gate, all that stuff, the the scandals, I think turn people off from the Patriots. And also, like, to be honest, and I don't mean offense by saying this, like 
the country at large is never going to embrace Boston. Big time. That's Boston absolutely sports part of fans. It. Boston sports fans. I should yeah, say. yeah. I also think that the style of play, except for the year Randy Moss was there, was a little bit San Antonio Spurs-ish. Slightly boring. Uh, a lot of eight-yard passes down the field. They weren't exactly. They were always in exciting Super Bowls. It was always one-score games. Close games, but it's, they weren't exactly Patrick Mahomes storming up and down the field. Well, There's all, how many passes of Kevin Falk can you take over <laughs> in the course of an eight-year span? I know. A lot of James White. I yeah, mean, there was I, a lot of dink and dunk football. It wasn't exactly the most entertaining style. They were tough. Disciplined. They used to be disciplined. Yeah, I think Brady had the star power. But the, the Steelers, looks, the big, the, the model st- wife. You the know. Steelers, and we haven't had a chance to say what yeah. a tragedy oh. it was about Franco Harris. But the Steelers, uh, even if you weren't alive for that, you know, you have the images of the immaculate reception. You have these images of Terry Bradshaw throwing bombs in the Super Bowl to Lynn Swan and and John Stallworth. There's something that seems magical about that, and. Maybe it's just nostalgia. I don't know. But whatever it is, I do not think that that is translated for fans of the Los Angeles Chargers. Maggie. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, let's go to the phones again. 855-212-4CBS. Danny's in San Diego. Danny, you say the Chargers, you compare them to what? Uh, so everyone here in San Diego that was a Chargers fan hates them. But the way that you hate that ex that you're not over. Like, oh, they are so... Like it's it's like you think about them way too much in this way that it's like you know if one or two or three little things change you know Spanos is out they start making rumors about coming back to San Diego and you know getting a new stadium and like that stuff's floating around here. Interesting. So you said it's like an ex-girlfriend. So basically, you guys are now like you know kind of every once in a while you check the Facebook page (laughs) just to see the status, see what maybe (laughs) new haircut. I don't know. Does she have a kid now? Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm a Raiders fan. I inherited my team down here. But, like, legitimately, it's like, yo, if you really don't like this team the way you say you don't like, stop paying attention. They, It, it is, like, this really weird energy where it's like they – because, you know, we are just, like, we're desperate for a winner down here. Like, you can see how much the city has embraced the Padres. Yeah. One of the previous callers said, like, if, if there was this feeling of, like, you were invested in us when you were here – they probably would still like the Chargers more if it felt more of a scenario thing. But because of how things happened, there's this weird animosity, but also, like, you know, if these things change, we take you back. You know, it's very yes. much that energy. We, it's, that's very funny, Danny, and I, I, I know that energy you're talking about where it's like, I'm done with you, I'm done with you, but if you still want to get a drink sometime, then maybe, okay, you can convince me to do it. But how would they take it? There's no way the fact that they're in L.A. and not San Diego. I don't I don't know the scenario that they would take it back. Well, yeah, unless maybe somehow, here, here's the vision. It'd be Spano sells the team. Mm, okay. Someone comes in who's like a Steve Ballmer type, not him, but like a Ballmer or Steve Cohen or someone where money is clearly no object. You build the new stadium. And you build a stadium in San Diego. Yeah. Well, and maybe you bring them back. I have no idea. That's not happening because the value of the team shot up when they moved to LA. There's just a lot of value. But they don't own their own stadium though. So the value of the team is not going to be like if, you know, Dan Snyder sells. Well, no, the value of the team of the Chargers, it didn't matter. It just went through the roof the second they moved down to LA. I really? Think. Yeah. I mean, LA is huge. <laughs> No, I get it. But, I, thank you, Perla. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a geographer? I said major? that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you know Los Angeles was big? They have traffic, too. Is that right? Uh, how about Zach is in San Diego? Oh, Zach, hello. How's it going, guys? Yeah, so I actually had 
uh, unique experience of being able to be a lifelong Charger fan in San Diego and then following them to Orange County area when they played in the soccer stadium. Um, not as a fan, I was as soon as they left San Diego, our whole family stopped rooting for them. However, one thing that I noticed being in Orange County for four years is that nobody cares about the Chargers at all. Like, they're not even the sixth most popular football team in L.A. Jeez. USC football, UCLA football, there's some high school teams that have bigger fan bases than the Chargers. <laughs> Those are big high school and, teams. That's that's actually a great point. Yep, and you are right. The one way that San Diego will take them back, and I think something that you said about all of the franchises that are popular in the NFL is they have quality ownership owners that are committed to a city and committed to winning, mm-hmm. similar to how Peter Seidler has done with the Padres. Right. And the city has really leaned into that. And I think it shows. I mean, we were like three or four in attendance in the Major League Baseball. So yep. the fans are here. Yeah, they're here. Uh, You're right about that. Because the Padres, and obviously they're so all in. I mean, really, Zach, and thank you for the call and, and explaining a lot of that to us. That was that was great. Um, you can tell that they the, the Padres fans are great fans. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. playoffs were electric. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there were Chargers fans, but I think it was a Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens race. There's a it. lot of bitterness. You know, I, I think about this sometimes because obviously you guys know I'm a Bills fan, and the Bills have been rumored at times to leave. Yeah. And I thought about this, and, and I don't want to say, he, I can't imagine not rooting for them, even if they were in a different city. Does that make sense? Like, if all of a sudden Ooh, Josh a Allen was yeah. playing for the San Antonio Bills or whatever. You wouldn't be mad? Well, you don't live in Buffalo. Maybe, I, that maybe that's true. Maybe because I don't live in Buffalo right now. That's a hard one. That's really interesting. But if it's the team, like, I I feel like I'm still going to be a fan. No, if I'm going to still be a fan of the players, even if they move, right? I thought it was really interesting when Patriots fans followed Tom Brady down to Tampa Bay. Then you had to choose, or you tried to kind of root for both. I thought that was a little weak, but... Yeah, I mean, you're right. I you mean, make you, you spent 20 choices. years with Tom, though. It's like he's part of the family at totally. this point. But do you still root for the Patriots? What if the Patriots were playing the Bucks? You have to choose. Not that that happened. <laughs> I mean, that would be a rare. But I love this idea that modern day is <laughs> bigger than the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. Yeah. I'm like modern day or the what, Cal Salle, Poly or something. St. John Bosco. Yeah, St. John Bosco. Oh. Even we we live in New York City. We know those Yeah, Los teams. Alamitos with Malachi Nelson. There's so many big schools there. You're right. That's a great point. <laughs> How about Mike is in California? Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. How's it going today? It's going great. How you doing? I'm doing good. So just to, I, I do have a feedback on the Chargers thing in a second, but I wanted to say I kind of think that the you talked a few minutes ago about the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Steelers, and that national appeal as opposed to what you get from – you know, the Patriots in the 90s and the 2000s. I think a lot of it was, as I can remember as a kid in the 70s and 80s, that it seemed like Monday night football and Sunday night football and the primetime games, it was always the Cowboys or the yep. Raiders. And that's who we grew up watching. Yep. And I think, you know, with the with the advent of fantasy football and the advent of direct TV and, you know, all these different things where you can watch whatever you really want to watch now, and it's okay to root for a player more than a team like a Perloff does. Yep. <laughs> but I think you're seeing more and more people shy away from that quote-unquote national t- brand yep. and going more to the teams that they like. But those old-school teams will always be the ones that we grew up watching all the time. You know, Mike, it's such a great point. And we had this conversation a couple months ago, actually, about because if you grew up in the 70s and you were watching football, the Cowboys were such a big deal. But considering – 
you know, if you're born in the year 1998 or 2000 or 2001, do the Cowboys still hold the same appeal? Because if you were born in the 80s like I was, the mm. Cowboys were the thing in the 90s. So I could get why you'd get – you still have a lot of fans – but they haven't been successful. But they get a ton of game. No. They, they get a ton of primetime games because they're so popular. Yeah, but now everybody can be primetime. Yeah. To Mike's point, you got Direct TV, you got Red Zone, you got you're watching everybody. But also, too, we all have the Cowboys network comes directly into our house, so it's the only <laughs> right. it's the only team with its own network. <laughs> yes. right? it's, it's got four letters. Yes, yes. But also, no, there's a, to be fair though, there is a lot of buzz around that team. They have that beautiful stadium and the amazing things, and Jerry's very vocal and the yep. star in the helmet. I think you could be 25 years old and still be a Cowboy. Cowboys fan. It might not be the same. Down to the family, it know. might not be the same, well, but they, they're exciting. That's what I was going to say. I think a lot of those teams got passed down. Like we grew up, we grew up Rams fan in, my, in our house. I'm a Saints fan. I, I boycotted the Rams when they moved away, just like my pops did. But we grew up watching those teams. The Cowboys were passed down through my through my mom's side of the family. Everybody's a Cowboys fan on that side, and none of us are from Texas. Yeah. So. And I think a lot of that also feeds into what you guys are talking about with the Chargers. I can remember going to San Diego, because I, I live a couple hours from San Diego, but you go to a sports bar, you go to San Diego and hang out. Even back in the 90s, it was not uncommon to see a million other jerseys in a sports bar besides the Chargers. Right. And I think that you had such an influx of the military over there, and the Chargers were so bad for so long. But I think a lot of local fans kind of gave up on the Chargers, and you had a lot of transplants coming from other places. And back then, the Padres weren't great, but they weren't bad. They were kind of mediocre and okay. But the Chargers really never gave anything. Yeah. And nobody ever could. I mean, why are you going to keep rooting for a team that always loses no matter what, especially if they're not regional attraction? Because half of San Diego is from someplace else and settles there after they get out of the military or after they move there from wherever they came from. Got it. So I don't think that I think the Chargers always had a negative fan base to begin with. And then the Santos family didn't help. And then eventually people just kind of gave up on them. You know, Mike, it's great. Thank you so much for that. And I, I think about some other places where it feels like it's not a very transient place, right? Like I think of Boston, like there's a lot of just straight up people who were born and raised in Boston yeah. are never leaving Boston. I think about Philly like that. There's a lot of people in Philly who just love Philly, love being from Philly and will never leave. Right. Oh, definitely. And but the other thing too is Philly has four teams that have been there forever and are going to be there forever. There's yeah. never been any flirtation with moving. Maybe once I remember somebody was going to move the Eagles to Arizona in 1987 or something. But yeah, I think there's stability to those franchises. Also, you know those four Boston teams, they're not going anywhere. Right. I guess I'm trying to think of yeah. cities that are that I think of that are more transient that, versus but, cities that I feel like people are really entrenched. Yeah, New York and New York and Washington feel a little more transient. Which is funny. I lived in Washington DC. I went to college there and living there it felt very transient. Yet, it's one of the it did have this incredible history. It at one point was, you know, the toughest season tickets to buy. Yeah, I mean, besides that, massive, massive suburban area too. Yeah, of it course. has Virginia and Maryland, and those people aren't as transient, and they're yep. that's a wildly loyal fan. What about base. Seattle? Like, I think it's Seattle. Very transient. Really? Because yeah, I Seattle's think of Seattle is kind of entrenched. Yeah, too. they're entrenched. They're they're loyal fans, but I think a lot of people come and go from Seattle. Mm. Seattle's got like a little tech, in my mind has a little Silicon Valley to it. Not you're right. It's not very transient, but. uh L.A. is definitely coming. Transient. Go. I think Trans of like if you're in Detroit, I think you grow up in Detroit. 
you're you love being from Detroit. You live in Detroit. I guess so, but you might get a job out of college oh, with a company. Yes, that. like any one individual person. <laughs> There's this guy Ray I know. <laughs> I was who, gonna uh, say. Yeah, 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 Did uh, I just remind you his, of somebody? Basically, his wife was from there, and he had to move there. No, but I understand your point. But I do think the older team, the if, if you have a say Chicago Cubs, they've been there for a long time. Yeah. I think if you're a Cubs fan, you're sticking with the Cubs. I don't think you, you're going to go off of that. I agree. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, coming up, we are going to give you our best bets for tonight's game, Jets and Jags. See you guys on the phones. Get back to that as well. So much to do here. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Back on Maggie and Perloff, we are frantically frantically searching for a weather update in our own city right here. <laughs> I know, but there's no windows in our studio. I don't know. It's Sometimes it's hard to tell. I felt like last week's big weather game, the Bills-Dolphins was overhyped, to be honest, because well, yeah. I got a photo from my buddy, buddy Peter Schrager at 8 in the morning with a field that was covered in snow. Then I tuned in for the first quarter, and it's it looked like it was Bermuda. There wasn't an inch of precipitation <laughs> anywhere. I sure didn't feel like Bermuda. And then Miami and Buffalo light up the scoreboard, killing my under bet by the middle of the third quarter. Then the snow came, and they couldn't score anymore. <laughs> so I am nervous about what's going to happen tonight. I feel like I, I'm not so certain that this weather is going to ruin the game. Well, I mean, I'm looking at some props for tonight. I mean, the Jags now, according to DraftKings, it's up to plus two and a uh, two and a half started at two. Um, so I'm going to take the points here. I just think this is pretty evenly matched team. There was an update from Connor Hughes from SNY said that Quinn and Williams, the standout defensive lineman for the jets will play, will play. Uh, that does change things a bit. I'm going to go with a, a couple things. I like uh, Trevor Lawrence, the rushing yards total is set at 12 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that. Um, Travis Etienne over 69 and a half rush yards. I also like that over and Michael Carter of the jets, 25 and a half rushing yards. I know bam Knight has really taken over as the top running back there, but I like the 25 and a half. I, they don't trust Zach Wilson at all. Yeah. I don't know if Travis Etienne wants any part of 40 degrees and raining. He strikes me as a very warm weather dude. (laughs) Uh, yeah, seriously. Like he's, he really is a Southern guy. I, I love him and he's playing so well. It was great last week. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this whole thing grinds to a halt, and we see so little yards. I'm going under on everything. Uh, under on the total at 36.5? Under on the total at 36.5. Here's an interesting one. One and a half is the touchdown total for Trevor Lawrence. So can he throw two TDs in the rain tonight? Uh, you know, he did it easy. He threw four last week. Yep. But I feel like they're going to have to weather was the a little different here. last week. And also the Jets defense is legitimately tough. That's yes. no joke. This is a much harder test than the way the Cowboys were playing last week in Jacksonville. I'm going to go under on all these, all these props here. Uh, I'm going to expect a low scoring game. Again, your bills and Dolphins scared me last week, but yeah. I trust in, you know, I'm a weather guy. I trust in the weather to be bad and slow this one down. So just to show you how much, how little offense, I I think this is an indication. There is not a receiver, running back, skill position player who has a prop of receptions more than four and a half. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) That's very rare that not one person has a prop over four and a half. Most of them are two and a half, one and a half. I mean, no one is playing better than Zay Jones right now. He is a revelation for the Jaguars. Four and a half. I'm. Four and a half, so maybe that's a safe over. Maybe that's your safe over right there. But still, 
why even mess with that? Why mess with Mother Nature, Maggie? <laughs> and that's what I always say. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. This portion of the show is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code MMP for Maggie and Perloff to get in on the action. So that's what we're looking at tonight. Let's go to Lee. He's in a place that has much nicer weather than us. Lee's in San Diego. Lee, what do you think about the Chargers? Wow, I don't know where to start. I mean, uh, first of all, the city cannot support an NFL, NBA, or NHL team ever. Baseball only. You're a baseball town. I'll tell you why. This city is a melting pot. And uh, I had 20 years of season tickets for the Chargers. I used to watch this week to week, month to month, year to year, of everyone taking over that stadium, and the season ticket holders would sell their tickets to the other teams. And it's just... There's no way. You got sick of it. You know, Lee, I wonder what would have happened, though, if Justin Herbert had been right after... Well, he was right after Rivers. I mean, I mean, what are you, they had is, could Herbert eighteen have years s- of a wonderful Philip Rivers. Their team was great. Lee, thank you so much yeah. for the call, and uh, and sorry about the you know the pain that this brings you, which I think it does. It was it wasn't the quality of team because they had a lot yeah. of good teams. And they had great teams, fun teams. Yeah, I mean, you know, they would, would lose in interesting stars. ways sometimes, but fun teams, people you could root for. I mean, it is really really nice weather wise. There, jump on your bike. Get outside. I do think that's a little bit of a factor. Well, but Miami is good weather. Have you? And it's you, a little th- different. Do you think that fan base is is solid right now? Have you been to that stadium recently? That is that's a mixed scene at best. Well, I think that the popularity of Tua now, yeah. where I think that I mean, I know they've lost three in a row, but I think the popularity of Tua brought a lot of the fan base back. I really I, do. I know it'd been. I, be I know it'd been dead for a while. I'd be surprised if that stadium in Davies is rocking, honestly, because I've been there on a number of different occasions. I never got that really, really strong feel. It always felt like the stadium was in between two different places. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You're right. Traditionally, they have, and two is so exciting. And I think there's a lot of Dolphins fans who are energized. But again, it's not like it was with Marino. It just doesn't seem like they've been able to recapture that. This is amazing. This is a real treat. Okay, so you asked me if I knew anybody who was a Chargers fan. Yeah. Because you claim that there are none, right? None at all. Okay, well, I have a friend who is a Charger fan, and he is good enough to call into the show. Eric Stengels, the former showrunner for, oh, this little show you might have heard of. It was called David Letterman Show. Eric's on the phone now. He's done a million other things. Eric, if we read your whole resume, we'd be out of time. You're a diehard Charger fan. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, you know, like there are a few of us around, and uh, and I feel like I have to represent the very <laughs> small gang that we have that have put our time and effort in. It's you know what I gotta say, being a Charger fan is not much different than being a Bills fan because heartbreak. <laughs> it's heartbreak. It kills you inside. <laughs> you you need to see them win before you die. Like it's not yes. even like oh. It would be, it's not, oh, it would be nice if they win. Like, you need to see it, or else what has all this been about? But wait, Letterman's in New York. You are not in San Diego or Los Angeles, no. so, so something yeah. different. I, 
I grew up in uh, in New York, and when I was a kid, and when I first got into football, uh, the Giants and the Jets sucked. They were terrible. They were <laughs> unwatchable, and so kids were like picking their teams. This is when like the Steelers were good and the Cowboys were good and 49ers were good. And I remember there was one day that I, I watched a Giants Chargers game and Dan Fouts lit them up for like, you know, 444 yards or something. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing I ever saw. And I'm like, this is my team. And I'm like, they're going to, you know, they're going to be great. This is, I, I've got a successful team. My Steeler friends are going to be jealous of me and, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. All those Steeler fans really jealous as they have. Uh, <laughs> I know uh, they're a factor every year. Uh, but wait, yeah. can I say something, Eric? I sure. I also was a Chargers fan. We all, my whole generation, every guy I know loved that damn Fouts team. Well, how we do were, you not love Fouts? Yeah, we were in Philadelphia, but we didn't adopt them as our number one team. We had a local team. So, how did you adopt them over your local teams? My, my local teams were terrible. The Giants <laughs> and Jets were awful. Okay. It was like, yeah, they couldn't do anything. They weren't fun. Like, you watched the Chargers at the time, and Don Coriel just sort of opened up the offense. And they, they had a guy, one of their wide receivers, Charlie Joyner, was like 65 years old and had the, you know, <laughs> the single bar. It was a, like you didn't even know what you were looking at. It was, they were, it was 3D chess back then. And, and I bought into it. Uh, Eric, did you ever try to, you know, work the Chargers like into any of your shows or projects? Because I was a pretty devout Letterman fan, but I don't know if I remember any Chargers bits because you guys had a lot of athletes on through the years. Yeah, I mean, so when when we would make fun of teams that sucked at the time, it was the Mets. Like the yeah. Mets were the easy joke or the Jets. So I didn't have to go after the Chargers. <laughs> um because that really would have hurt. But I remember like Drew Brees came on when he was in college and I was like, I hope, I hope the Chargers get him and they got him. I was like, Oh my God, this is incredible. We're going to be, we're going to be really good. They got LaDainian Tomlinson and Drew Brees in the same draft. This is going to be the new, the rechargers. This is going to be the best <laughs> thing ever. And yeah, even that didn't work out. They but let him go. I, yeah. There was one time we, my, my brother and I did a daytime show um, with Harry Connick Jr. for a couple of years. And for whatever reason, I don't remember how I became friendly with him, but Sean Merriman was in town and we got him to do a walk-on. And like, that was just for me. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> that was that, that was to an audience of exactly one person during the day. Like, who's at home saying, oh my gosh, it's Sean Merriman. Like nobody. I'm assuming that audience was probably 90% women. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, we know exactly who our audience was, and it wasn't people who knew Lights Out. Lights Out, yeah. For Quick sure. question. Yeah. You guys, do you guys ever, you two sit around and talk about what it's like to get beat by Belichick so often? Listen, I don't want to yeah. hear oh it, Perloff. God. Don't want to hear it. Uh, like Eric. The knife already in my back you don't need to twist <laughs> thank you <laughs> Eric, i'm well aware <laughs> i can't tell you how much i appreciate this you calling in i prove to the world that yes indeed there are charger fans and they There's are devout it's, <laughs> they're yeah, passionate it's, it's it's mario lopez there's a couple of them out there that's serious star power my, oh, boy. my friend ross 
<laughs> Ross. <laughs> oh, Ross. You didn't you should have led with that. We didn't know Ross was a fan too. Um Eric, have a great holiday. Uh happy new year. Thank you so much for doing show. this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll Thank talk you. soon. Take care. The absolute best. Eric Stangle. How about that? I'm si- I'm, that was wonderful, but I'm still not convinced. There's a groundswell. <laughs> we all love the powder blue. We all love the uniforms. We all love Dan Fouts. We all love Ladainian Tomlinson. But there are very few loyal Chargers fans. Well, I'm sorry. I get it, though, because if you hear people in San Diego, ownership did them wrong. I told you that. Yeah, I know. They, it's not without without their reasons, you know? Ever, it's, it's, it's okay. It's justified. I just hope, you know, all, <laughs> although Eric said... Charger fans, kind of like Bills fans, he's right. Got to see them win. It's not like, oh, another fun season here. Yeah. Like, I hate to put more pressure on the team, but they have to do it for all of our mental health. How ugly is tonight going to be, Jags, Jets? <sighs> I think it's going to be pretty sloppy. Yeah, I think it's going to be sloppy, which is kind of fun. Which is crazy because I think the game means a lot. Uh, thank you, Stu Kovacs, doing everything back there. Research, producing, running the board, yeah. being the weather update person. Still didn't water the poinsettias, but whatever. <laughs> Finding out how many <laughs> yards Tom Brady torched the Bills for all those years. 9,000. It's a lot of yards. Thanks. See you tomorrow, everyone. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.